Hello! How are you all? Good morning, afternoon, and good night. Glad to have you with me on another episode of Lousy Talks. Today we will be talking about my mum, mothers, mumsies. My mum wasn't a mum, she was like my best friend. It was a weird, weird relationship. She used to tell me when I was a baby, I used to call her Jackie. I never used to call her mum. But then I don't know if that was just a disguise when we used to go shoplifting. And, she, and I used to have to call her Jackie so she looked like I was a, a little mate. But <laughs> who knows? Anyway, so, um, yeah, my mum, my best mate. Absolutely. Like, I, I grew up listening to my mum talk. All she did was yabbity 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 Used to go out and talk to this person, to that person, to this person. So I used to get embarrassed. Like, please, mum, don't. Please don't talk. Just leave them. Don't get involved. Please. You want to talk to that person and then talk to that person. And I used to stand with my hand in my head thinking, oh, God. But as I grew older, what happened? I turned into that person. And fucking glad I did as well, because it opened the world to me massively. Uh, she taught me everything I knew from a baby. I was probably with her for the first five, six, seven, yeah, I think about to seven. I was with her, but before that, like we used to used to go on some adventures, me and my mum. Like our adventures I can remember from being a baby. Some people say that you can't remember certain things, but for some reason I just have vivid memories of certain things. Uh, I have memories of stealing money out of my mum's purse. Uh, she used to give me a pound or 20p or something like that to go and get donuts from downstairs from the bakery in Holbrook. And I used to go downstairs and get donuts. And when I lived there, I can't, I can't even remember how old I was. Because I can't have been too free. Something, it's, I've got to have been that sort of age, to be honest with you. And it, there's another memory, I have, I have a vivid memory before that as well. Um, but, yeah, I remember her having an absolute go at me because I, I took, I took um, she gave me a pound to go and get some donuts and I took more more than one pound, I didn't know. And I'll come home with like 20 donuts. Like, literally, I paid all, I just give all the money to the lady in the bakery and took all the donuts home. And remember her just going absolutely berserk, like, oh, those are fucking donuts. And I was just there at me days. We used, to do, we used to do tricks where you used to try and eat a donut without licking your lips. But yeah, that was one of my uh, one of my first sort of vivid memories of my mum growing up. I used to have a right laugh. Uh, nickname for my mum when we was growing up from all her friends and what they used to call her Scatty Jaggy. Her name was actually Zakia Lousy. Um, but yeah, coming from Morocco, young age, she uh, my nan brought him over. My mum must have been four or five, maybe six, when she uh, she came over. So she was very young. So a uh, Moroccan girl coming into the Western world, I can imagine being a lot different to what it would have been like back in Morocco. And my mum was uh, very fair-skinned. My auntie, Neymar, she was darker-skinned, um, hence why my cousin was dark brown and me, my brother and my sister pale as pale uh, but my mum was pale so um yeah sort of that's how it sort of worked my uncles are a little bit darker my uncle Abdul's a little bit darker but 
Yeah, my mum was a an English bird. You, you you wouldn't have seen the um the mock. She weren't Muslim or anything like that. Well, I think she might have had to say she was to things, but yeah, she she spoke she spoke Moroccan, but she didn't speak Moroccan to us. So I never really learned Arabic growing up from my mum. Anyway, she was always English, and my nan would be like, "No bacon," and my mum would be fucking. We used to have a. This is a bit. We used to have a little saucepan. It's a bit further on in time, but we used to have a saucepan and used to put it in the in the mantelpiece. It used to be a fire, and my mum used to cook bacon in there. So we was allowed to eat bacon with my mum. But if we went to my nan's, there's no bacon. Anyway, we would uh, digress and go back to the start. So yeah, I remember quite a lot of things. Uh, some things that stand out. I think I, I told you about the story when. Uh, when my mum, when I got some kid hit me, and I went, I ran over to my mum. I was like, mum, mum, this, this kid hit me. She went, I go over there and batter him. I went over there, battered him, and then she come over. His mum come over, and then my mum battered her as well. So she was always a bit of a, she was she was a bit naughty, and people didn't fuck with her. Um, growing up, I learned a lot of this as well. She uh, she used to help me in a lot of situations growing up. Um, this is when I didn't live with her. But, yeah, so from, from a young age, living with my mum, was always doing something, was always going out. Uh, and it, these memories are going to be quite blurred and put into different places, but it's just stuff I remember. So I, I was, I was, I've probably been in four, maybe three or four prison police station, police cells uh, from a young age, usually with my mum. That's when I was usually put into the, uh, the cell with her. There was a few times. <laughs> that we used to get picked up in different certain places. I remember the first time I ever see a fox, uh, my mum must have just took me out. It must have been one, two o'clock in the morning. My nan weren't having it, but my mum was like, I'm going out. She took me, she went to go and see her mate Jody, I think her name was. She used, she used to have a little son. She used to go around there. She'd go and knock on their doors, whatever they used to get up to anyway. But um, yeah, so we was always told my mum was sick when we, when we grew up and my mum obviously never looked after us anymore. Um, from speaking to my dads, uh, now they obviously think a lot to do with mental health sort of issues. Um, that thing that happens with ladies, with women, um, postnatal depression or something like that after they have babies and stuff. So that could have been a big thing for her. And obviously not getting the help and stuff like that back in the day was a, uh, it was a taboo sort of thing. So this is coming from my dads and my dad used to say that no, she's not fucking nuts. But then I think he sort of, Took a little thing inside. So, yeah, she might have already had this sort of problem having three kids as well and then going on all that sort of nonsense and meeting some uh, some dodgy people. There was a lot of dodgy people out there. Um, fucking, I can remember a few of them. Uh, there used to be a geezer called Foot. These are, uh, or I think these are all crackheads, most of these. Like, a lot of them are dead now. I don't think many of them are alive. Uh, used to have Foot. So we have this Jesus-y-looking guy. Used to have this other geezer called uh, Pete, uh, One Arm Pete. He had one arm. Uh, that's why it was called One Arm Pete. I think everyone used to call him a paedophile or paedophile. Not too sure. Uh, when I was younger, I didn't really know what that was. But as you grow up, you're like, well, maybe. You never know. Um, so, yeah, the, um, growing up when I was little with my mum. So, yeah, she used to leave us in the house. I used to look after all the kids. Anything I ever wanted, she'd always get it for me. I remember I wanted an action man when I was little. And she went, got me an action man. She left me about four or five hours in the house. She went to Toy Story or wherever it was. And I was looking after my brother and my sister, but that's what I used to do. So, uh, yeah, I remember asking for an action man. And later on that day, 
she came home with an action man. No box or anything, but the action man. I've definitely got it. Three, four days later, we might have had a, uh, a police raid where they'd come in and take all the toys. But, you know, I had an action man for three, four days, so that was always a, uh, it was always a good thing. And she always got me what I wanted, so always loved her to pieces. Do you know what I mean? As a little kid growing up, it's your mum. It's the, it's the one person that you sort of, you look to rely on and stuff. But then I was the one that was looking after everyone. So to me, it was just like, she was like a mate. That's what she used to say to me. She said, you call me Jackie for five years. You never called me mum. You only called me Jackie. Well, it was because you was asking me to call you Jackie. Same reason I'm going to call you Jackie, mum. But uh, yeah, obviously, one, one we went out one night, about three o'clock in the morning, two, three o'clock in the morning. I uh, went to this bird's house and we were sitting down. Wolf and Cross there was like, where the KFC is now, you're going to the underpass. And in the underpass, it was sitting there. I don't know why I was sitting there. We was just sitting there. And then a fox popped his head out. And I remember it. She was like, oh, look, Joe, what's that? It's a fox. And I was like, oh, yeah. Obviously, I didn't say, oh, yeah. But I was like, oh, wow, wow. Tried to see the fox and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of late night sort of trips out. Uh, them trips changed into different trips later on. But um, there was one night, again, my nan was absolutely fuming, uh, arguing with my mother. And she uh, basically, she smashed a vase over her head and probably cut her head, proper massive gash in her head. And then she was like, no, go out. She's got me and we've gone. God knows where we was going, but I think we ended up on a bus on in, in Enfield somewhere. And then she got us on the bus. They let us on the bus and we was riding around on this bus um, for so long. And then... Police came and then we got put into the uh, the police station and then my mum obviously had to go hospital and stuff like that to get her head stitched up and all of that sort of stuff. There was another time, oh no, it might have been the same time we was in we went in the hospital to get done. She didn't want to hang around, so she just grabbed me. We just fucked off out and then we was uh, we was walking down the street and my mum was shouting at this house. Uh, thinking it was where the house that we lived at. And I was going, Mum, this is not our house. This is not our house. And she's like, Abdul! Why are you Abdul? And that's Abdul was her older brother. So, uh, yeah, that was a couple of my memories with my mother. Um, other than that, there was uh, a couple of times, another time, we went, we went shopping in Sainsbury's. There was an old Sainsbury's in Odiston, down the back somewhere. <laughs> And I remember going in there, I think we went to Woolworths first and got these Mario's. Like literally anything you wanted to get, we might not have paid for it, as I know. This is probably why we kept getting it put into police, uh, police cells. Um, yeah, so we, I think we got Mario. So we're walking around, I've got my Mario, my brother's got Luigi, I've got Mario. We're all like, yeah, 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 playing, a little, playing with my little things. I and mean, then we ended up walking to uh, Sainsbury's, went into Sainsbury's with an empty trolley, filled the whole trolley up literally to the top we're just literally frying anything in they want you to put everything in anything you want to put it in so we're just frying it in frying it in frying it in yeah 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 anyway so we went to go and pay we didn't pay we just walked straight through got to the door walked straight out the door chucked a right down to the back of the car park got down there we was just walking we was walking i think so if there's a there's a place in hoddiston it's like they're called a green apple garage now so we sort of got to around that sort of area and playing with my little my, my Mario and my stuff. And um, we got all the shopping, no bags, but just loads of shopping. And as we're coming through, uh, this massive meat wagon pulls over. <laughs> it pulls over and then 
All right then. All right, my love. Bosh, bish, bash. You're in the back of the uh, back of the police, uh, police, police van. And then I remember looking down, wanting to get a drink. And I was like, can I have a drink? And they were like, well, you didn't pay for it, did you? I was a kid. How the fuck did I know? I don't fucking know. I just want a fucking drink. My mum's got me a drink. That's what fucking usually I have. That's my drink. That's what I want. So, yeah, we went to a cell that day. We got put in a police cell. Uh, and this was a funny one because my little cousin, uh, my little cousin um, walked out of the police cell because they left the door open for this one. So there was like, there was just kids, my mum, my mate and all of that. Uh, and yeah, my cousin walked out of the cell and shut the door and I say he shut us in the cell. He was out there running around. Uh, so back to the, um, back to the other time that I was in a police cell, uh, I had magnet, I had a magnet in my pocket. I remember holding it in my pocket. And when they put us in the police cell, before he shut the door, I slid the magnet in between. And I'm little. I don't know what's going on. But I just slid the magnet because I thought if the door don't shut, we'll be able to escape and get out. And, uh, yeah, he shut the door. And the door wouldn't shut. And he kept trying to shut the door. And he wouldn't shut. He didn't know why it wouldn't shut. And then he realized when he looked down the side, there was a fucking magnet. And it was my magnet. And he took my magnet. And he was like, oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah, see what you're doing. Trying to escape. <laughs> I was a little kid. I just wanted to get us out of there. Do you know what I mean? It weren't really too uh, too much for me. So um, these are sort of vivid memories. I sort of remember. I think because obviously they were they were quite uh, they were quite big things. I suppose when I was that sort of age. Um, as it get older, there was this time I, uh, I I went to the post office, and again. Don't know why I'm going to a post office as a little baby, but I say little baby, I was an adult, fucking five-year-old geez, I'm fucking not, I'm the man, I'm the man of the house anyway. So ended up going to the post office and on the way to the post office, I found the lump. Yeah, it was a lump. It looked brown and it had like cling film on it or something. And I just don't know why, but I just picked it up in my hand and I ran as fast as I could back home to my mum to show her. And I was like, she was like, fuck. She was like, oh, sweet. And my nan's like, what is it? What is it? What is it? No, no, no. And my mum was like, no, nothing. You piece of shit. Just a piece of shit. But it was ash. It was about a fucking half ounce of ash. <laughs> so she was always uh, always very grateful. I was a fucking drug magnet. I used to just find the shit everywhere and always seemed to know what it was and what it was doing. Um, yeah, found that. Obviously, I think I told you the story before when I uh, found the heroin on the floor and ended up sending it to my mum's boyfriend. For them to enjoy it together. As you do, as a uh, 15, uh, 11, 12, maybe, around that sort of age. But yeah, it's sort of knowing what to do. So yeah, all my memories with my mum are, I just, were just cool memories, which is, that's what I was, I was allowed to do. Whatever I want, whatever I wanted to do. So yeah, I can understand when I look back at it now and think, oh, probably this is why the social fucking workers, or they fucking tried taking us away because, you know what I mean? My mum was just a free spirit, let us do as we please. No, as I please, obviously, I was there for the first three years growing up. Um, and then, yeah, we had my little brother and my sister, and I used to get to look after them. I, uh, uh, and this is just learning stuff, you know, just through life. Um, I remember we was in the in house in Wolfram Cross. I remember pushing my brother into the oven. Uh, it was just the oven was on, and I just remember putting burnt all of his hands. Uh, again, this is what brothers do. Do you know what I mean? To learn out, don't touch that. That's hot. Don't touch that. That's, that's hot. Uh, another time, this was in the house before, I think, I put my brother in the bath 
uh, was giving him a bath and I just put the hot water on. I didn't really uh, put any cold water, didn't really know. I just put the water on, put him in. There's a stand there and I made him stand in the bath and his feet got burned up, literally, third degree burns, poor bastard. Literally, that's why my mother gave me a little brother so I could uh, learn what to not to do and what to do, the poor fucking sod. <laughs> uh, I laugh because to me, these are these are good memories. These are, they're quite vivid. And they, uh, they they go back straight into my uh, my memory bank, but I hold these memories quite dear to me. Um, so yeah, going through school, um, my mum used to say that I never did any homework because when she asked me why I didn't do no homework, because I said that you never asked me, and I got away with that one for fucking ages. So this is probably why, with schoolwork and all of that, maybe uh, might not be as as illiterate as I should be but you know like I said before with the old school thing I wasn't really in school as much as as I was so yeah so after that um yeah we used to go Sainsbury's it used to be a uh it's quite a good one we used to go into Sainsbury's in Waltham Cross um we used to have these bomber jackets with like the orange bit inside the black jackets little zips on the arms and there uh, she used to say yeah we used to go in there and she'd put a bottle of wine in my jacket and go run home run and all I know is just run. And then she turn around and bolt. It's to go. Woo! I'm off. <laughs> run all the way home for my mother. When the, when she gets home, I'm like, I had to stash it around the corner because my nan obviously would have found that. So I made sure that we uh, kept everything nice and uh, nice and cool. But that's just as you do growing up. And them sort of ages, you quite learn. You learn quite fast. Um, so yeah, there used to be a lot of times that I used to get upset with her. Because obviously she wasn't really well and stuff like that, and it was for a youngster trying to understand like what's going on. It was quite tough, and uh, I loved her to pieces. You know what I mean, it was my mother. She was my number one. My my, it was my mum. It's my fucking my mum. I suppose you guys, you have mums out there, and you sort of feel strongly about your mum. And that's that's how I felt. It was my mum. Do you know what I mean? So it used to be uh, used to get really angry as I was getting older with her and stuff. But I think that was just because of what I sort of noticed around and I wanted her to do this and to do that. But obviously life is a is a different has a different way of doing things sometimes. So it wouldn't doesn't always sort of go the way you sort of work it or would wanted it would have wanted it to go. But that's life. Do you know what I mean? These experiences get you somewhere in life and you either you learn from them or you you uh what is it? You either you either fold with them or you grow with them. Do you know what I mean? And for me, they're just one more thing to work on, one more thing to sort of look back and go, you know, it was a very different lifestyle, very different lifestyle to everyone. But that's all I knew. Um, there was a time, this is as we're getting a little bit older, um, my brother shitting me Sega uh, one morning and uh, my mum come back. <laughs> and I was crying my eyes. I was like, mum, Terry shitting me Sega. She's like, yeah, shit, and you say, did he? All right, no way. Bosh, oh, put his nose in it. Fucking right. That teach him not to fucking shit on my fucking Sega again. Never shit on my Sega again. Do you know what I mean? So, but this is when we was little and can understand. Do you know what I mean? When I look back, we go, oh, yeah, well, maybe. Uh, yeah. Um, other times, these are other times. So, as we were sort of getting older, we got taken away from my mother. So, we moved away from my mother, started living with my auntie, which I think would have been better off living with my mum. Because her auntie was fucking even more crazier. More fucking crazier because she 
pretended to be fucking normal. So it's a very, very, very sort of um, dangerous thing when someone's pretending to be normal and they're fucking lupo. But um, yeah, so before that, we used to do this. Uh, and, and as I grew up, I just realized all of this is, is just funding a habit that she she had because of her boyfriend was making her get all this sort of stuff and get money. And so we used to go into um, pharmacies, nick fucking razors, sprays, anything you can fucking get your hands on, bosh, bosh, feel, out you go, walk off, boof. We used to go fucking up to Stamford Hill, North London, do all this shit. And it used to fight stuff. Fucking hate it, but with my mum used to bunk the train. And I used to fucking hate it. Like, no, and she's like, don't worry, don't worry with me. So all of these things that I see from a young age, you'd think, oh, well, you this is what you've been doing. You're gonna like if it wasn't for her showing me all this sort of stuff when I was little, yeah, I might have gone that way growing up. I could have ended up doing all this sort of stuff without fucking realizing. But because she was doing it and I knew that this wasn't right. It sort of stuck with me a long time. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I appreciate everything she's fucking shown me. Everything she's taught me in life, I'm going to appreciate it. Because, yeah, might not be normal, might not be the same as what everyone else got, might not be uh, okay. But to me, that was normal. That was me. That was my life. So once we got taken away, to have that freedom all my life to then to been taken away from me, mum, it was fucking horrible. Started getting told to go to sleep at seven o'clock and stuff like that from my fucking auntie. It's like, it's fucking piss take, no fucking way. And yeah, we had to. And I'd be lying there from fucking six o'clock till fucking ten o'clock. But then the years that we got taken away from my mum, it was hard. We used to, I used to cry for my mum. He'd be like, oh, I miss my mum. And my auntie used to say, fucking shut up, you fucking cry, crying ain't going to help nothing. So you learn not to cry. And then I'd say, I miss this. And he'd say, you don't fucking miss and this. And, you know, she's here or she's not there. She's in prison. Because my mum went to prison a couple of times, um, say three, four times, maybe five. I don't know. I know she went there once, beating up a police officer. Uh, another time, she got done for arson. I guess the other times it could have been shoplifting and stuff like that. But there was always something. She'd come out, be all right, and then bosh, back in. But the world that we uh, were surrounded by was just fucking crackheads and junkies everywhere. And this is something that I sort of say growing up that I was surrounded by this and I knew that I did not want that lifestyle. I did not want this or what I see around me. That's what made me get to where I wanted to get to today. And again, I will say it again. If it wasn't for my experience, I wouldn't have turned out the way I turned out. So, yeah, there's a little gray, um, little silver line in every gray cloud. You've got to look at that little bit of positive sometimes. But, yeah, she a uh, fucking great woman. I absolutely love her to pieces. And I used to get bullied. Or I used to be worried about people outside. This is now when I didn't live with her, but I was getting older and we sort of got back in contact. Obviously, she'd come and see and stuff. Um, yeah, people fucking starting on me outside. She'd fucking come out, fucking walk me to the fucking fear boards. And if anyone was there, she'd fucking go. And because they knew my mum was fucking nuts, they used to leave us a fucking loan. So it was a, it was a sweet sort of thing. Back in the day, again, sorry, I forgot about this. We used to get chased by the travellers. There was this lady, Lorraine, and she used to fucking hassle my mum. And there was these, these other people called Albert and all these. I can't remember their I, I remember their surnames, but we'll leave it out. It was just them sort of. Uh, it was them sort of people. Um, and yeah, fucking. It, you know, I used to come out with my mum, and all of a sudden, this fucking Albert guy's fucking chasing me. And my mum's having to pick me up, run across the fucking roads to get into fucking Wolfen Cross to get into the shopping centre, because all we was going out was by this game, it was like a board game, they used to put guns in the middle and it used to come through the uh, the roof, it used to go into the thing, but we went to get this game and obviously trying to get back with this game and then being chased by all these travellers, it was a fucking absolute joke, but anyway, that bird died, 
the rain died and then everything was a little bit more nicer in the area. Didn't get too much trouble. Um, so, yeah, what a fucking woman. Love her to fucking pieces. Uh, as we grew up, sort of, yeah, so she used to come and see us. So we started getting a bit more contact. So anything that I ever done, I went straight to my mum when I'd done my first, like, when I smoked my first joint, if I'd done my first pill, if I'd done um, my first line, I, everything I'd done, I went to tell my mum because these things happen and she was very she was open she wasn't happy with she's like you can't do this and you shouldn't do that but how can anyone tell me anything i'm watching you fucking smoke crack and heroin you're fucking having a piss to take out my life i'm gonna smoke weed and i'm happy with my weed do you know what i mean that's why i've always thought when people say oh weed is a gateway it's not a fucking gateway drug gateway drugs are people that want something else out of fucking what they're feeling if they're not feeling it with that they're going to go to something else it's just the way it is unfortunately do you know what I mean? But that's that's drugs and that's addiction and that's another story to talk about on another time. But yeah, growing up with me mum, uh, we never we never lived with her, but uh, from seven onwards, we lived with my auntie. And the fucking jokes we used to fucking have. So my auntie was an horrible cunt and my mum knew that my auntie was being a horrible cunt to us. So my mum used to beat the fuck out of my auntie. <laughs> oh, it used to be so good. This is the little bonuses we used to get. But then obviously we wouldn't be able to see our mum for ages. And uh, my auntie would make me phone the police on my mum. How can you do that to a little kid and make? And then, yeah, I'm the one that's having to say, yeah, um, my auntie's being attacked by my mum. And, yeah, you know, I, I had to be on my auntie's side because I live with my auntie. And if I didn't, she'd beat the fuck out of me. So there was no one way or the other. But I was always happy because my mum gave her a fucking good idea. Um, yeah, so that was a. This is another little, uh, little quick memories growing up. So we didn't get to see her too much. Um, I remember she lived in the springs for a while. I remember living with my mum. No, not living. I used to go and stay with my mum in the springs. Um, and then one time, my mum's boyfriend he spanked the fucking one one side of the room to the other side of the room. It was around Christmas time, and I remember going into the kitchen getting the fucking biggest knife. And obviously, I'm tiny. I'm only fucking ten, eleven, twelve, maybe. I remember getting the biggest fucking knife. And previously to this, my mum had already stabbed the geezer a couple of times in the leg for some bullshit anyway. But this time I said to him, if you hit my fucking mum again, I'm going to fucking stab, put this through you. I was only little, like the geezer was a big fucking geezer. But do you know what I mean? We sort of we sort of had a bit about us as well, even though we were tiny little fucking things. We've obviously been getting fucking hammered left, right and centre. So we've also got an idea what the fuck's going on. Um, yeah, she left him for a little bit, but she got back with him. And, and this was a, this was just a little cycle that happened. And for me, it was a it was a hard time because what I learned in life was it was the drugs that sort of kept her going back. Or it was that love of that like, she loved him or whatever it was. I don't fucking know what it was, but it used to fucking it used to cause a lot of dramas. Um, later on in time, someone uh, basically then fucking brilliant it was. Someone put some fluid, I don't know if it was bleach or something, in one of his super tenants and ended up killing him. So he ended up dying and that was a fucking nice little, uh, a nice little result in my life. Do you know what I mean? Finally get our mum back. But I think that was a sort of, a sort of a, um, a pinnacle of my mum sort of losing her sort of art and losing her soul and losing her sort of will because that's what I always think when he died, she sort of lost a bit of herself. Um, so yeah, time went on. We was doing well. I was a carer for my mum for a very long time. Uh, from probably 12, 13, like 12 to 16, 17, 18, and maybe 19. I was a carer for mum, so used to look after. She used to have epilepsy and all these other little things, which I always thought was bollocks, but in the end, it was real. It was all, uh, it was the truth. Um, so, yeah, 
I ended up giving the uh, I gave the uh, the carers to my sister at one point because I needed to, I wanted to sort of go forward and make do something with my life and get somewhere with my life. And then yeah, uh, as time gone, so we sort of got her back. We're all sort of on the track now. And uh, yeah, she passed away. Literally sad day, very very sad. It was a very horrible fucking time. Um, so yeah. Mothers, like you might not like them, you might like them, you might not have them, you might not have them, but if you have them, you know what I mean. You got to appreciate them and uh, love them, and you know it's it's not nice losing your mother. Do you know what I mean? And I lost her, got her back, had her, got her back. Got her. And to me, it was always a, it was always a, um, it's a big thing, my mum. But I wouldn't have had it any other way. A fucking absolute fucking great woman. There'll be other stories, but that was a little bit of. Just a quick insight to some things that happened with me and my mum when I was growing up. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, when I talk about this, I always have a nice feeling inside. It's always a good memory. And do you know what I mean? That's why I just want to say to everyone, do you know what I mean? Who's um, like, you might be having trouble with your parents, you might not. Do you know what I mean? Just be grateful for what you've got. Do you know what I mean? They only want the best for you, either or whichever way you know what about it, they will do their utmost for you to be happy. And that's all I ever sort of remember. Again, guys, I'm going to have to cut this one short again. It's been really nice talking shoes. It's something that I uh, care quite a lot about. We'll have another little chat another time. So I'd like to thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed today's subject, please like, comment, follow, share with your friends or anyone you may feel may like it. Please send me an email message. And if there's anything you want to hear or talk about in the future, good health and good luck. You've been listening to Lousy Talks.